Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the John G. Orles podcast. I, of course, am who else but Tommy else. And with me, joining us back in the saddle again, from Skokie, Illinois, the man on the beat, from johngsbeat.com, Mr. Jonathan Salvador Robleski. See, you blew it. That, you, you dropped the ball on this one. Why? The name should have been Stan. Well, the name was Salvador because that was the name of Sophia Petrillo's husband, her late husband. I I think Stan is more. Stan's not a good middle name. Salvador works. All right. Well, and the reason that we're talking Golden Girls (laughs) right out of the shoot here uh is uh we've got uh we've got a we've got a great show it's gonna be a good one uh <laughs> uh we've got uh golden con 2023 coming to town here in chicago and uh we have uh two of the uh organizers for it um uh zach hudson and brad bailoff joining us today to uh talk about uh the convention and you know how they got started with it and and what you can expect there and we even get to have a little fun and uh you know talk some golden girls talk some shop you know john john and you know that you know i'm a big fan and um you know you know i know people who watch the show and stuff but i mean like the deep cuts the specific episodes certain lines things like that like i don't have a lot of people to talk to about that so that's where talking with the guys like these are are you know these are my people and you can always talk to hardcore heather owens that's true that's true i'm sure she well, would love to, guest. she would love to be uh be at, at this as well well let's uh, let's real quick the uh, golden con is at the uh the sheraton grand chicago riverwalk it's from um March 31st through April 2nd, that's Friday through Sunday. It's a three-day event. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as the gentleman will explain, you don't necessarily have to go all three days, but if you're a Golden Girls fan, you probably want to go all three days, but sure. it's going to be three days of fun. I'm not, as, as, as I admit, I'm not as nearly as huge of a fan as you are, but with all due respect, I did love the show, and I yeah. love it more than adult now. I, I, I am a fan of it. Um, Stanley Svornik, love the name. Yeah. Yeah, Stan. Which which is your favorite of the of the four Golden Girls? Who is your favorite? Uh, Sophia. I'm a Sophia guy. I I I used to be. I think I as a kid. I think I was more of a Blanche. But you know, you, you mean know, as I, a teenager, raging? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. With with raging hormones and yeah and yeah. I you know, age uh, age was not an issue for me. I uh, didn't care. Blanche was uh well Blanche was, looked good no matter how old she was but she did. no I was also Sophia because Ru um, McClanahan I mean it's like you can you could watch her on uh on um uh what am I blanking on uh uh well Maud Maud that's what I'm trying to think of well, well there's, there's, she wasn't she also on the show with um uh Ken Berry and uh Vicky Lawrence Mama's Family wasn't she on that she was on another show. She was. I think she was. I think she was on, on. Yeah, I think she was. But she's looked the same, like across like their whole whole career, as far as I you know can tell. I mean, so, 
but yeah, as I got yeah. as I got older, I mean, like I always I always loved Sophia, you know, as a kid too. But Sophia, as I got older, just got funnier and funnier, and you know, so well as as you know, I am half Sicilian. Like yeah. my maternal side is Sicilian, and so Sophia uh, is very much like my my grandmother was. Yeah, she kind of reminds me of uh, one of my grandmothers too. You know, just the very blunt. You know, no filter just saying whatever you know you know exactly. innocent, innocently enough for the most part but you know yeah. um but yeah so anyway uh this event is uh tailor-made for someone like me if you're someone who is uh is a real real big fan but don't have many people to you know interact with and talk about that stuff with because it's just going to be people who are all like-minded and and you know but we'll get into all that in the interview so but there's so much more too where even a casual fan like me i love going to conventions i love meeting celebrities i love you know mm -hmm. kids around with the authors and the artists and the vendors yeah you know i'm not your a-level celebrity or um, a-level golden girls fan I'm probably like a b but you know i'm looking forward to this yeah well that being said let's uh let's talk to our guests for today um again they're uh the organizers of golden con 2023 so welcome to the show please zach hudson and brad bailoff welcome into the john jarrell studio brad bailoff and Zach Hudson of the Golden Con Convention. How are you guys? We're great. I'm great. How are you, Zach? I am great. I'm so thrilled to be here with y'all. We're That's happy awesome. to have you. Yeah, no, uh, I am uh, I am a very, very big Golden Girls fan. Um, and uh, I uh, am excited about this uh, event coming up. Um, First off, can you kind of like explain to people uh, what the event is and what your role behind it is? Absolutely. Uh, Golden Con is a, an event-packed, uh, guest star-packed, producer-packed, writer-packed, three-day fan party uh, for people who love the Golden Girls. And since we have begun this journey back in 2020, we have discovered, although it should have been like second nature to us, we've discovered that there are people who love the Golden Girls around the world um you absolutely know somebody who loves the golden girls um and there's lots of those people out there so yeah we throw a big three-day party for them and us because um this is a convention golden con uh produced by fans for fans there are elements throughout the weekend that include uh, performances by drag troops we're thrilled to have the golden gals starring ginger minge join us this year We've got the Golden Gays who tour the country with their show looking for Sophia. Um, I think they're doing a, a show this year, brand new for us. I think it's called uh, hot, hot Flashbacks or Hot Flash Dancing, Hot Something. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so we've got entertainment. Uh, we've got the original singer of the Golden Girls theme song, Cindy Fee, joining us mm -hmm. this year. Saw we've that, got yeah. the, and then, um, so that's sort of the fun part, but then there's a real streak of like, that's less of a, 
uh, convention and more of a conference. We have the writers, the producers, the people who ran the show, the guest stars who are still with us, um, who come and talk about the show and offer insight about what it was like to work both with mm -hmm. the four main stars, but also to be working on what was the most popular television show at the time and still remains to be so popular to this day. I bet they probably enjoy doing this because they get to see each other and stuff too and, and talk about that and relive that those those days, you know? Yeah, they seem uh, to love it. Um, almost anybody we make we can make contact with, if they are physically able or have the time yeah. to join us, they say yes, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I if I had to guess, I'd say yes, they enjoy doing it. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're and you're right. There is a big community out there that it's uh, yeah, it shouldn't be surprising. Um, but, you know, you'd realize that, you know, like you said, you know, I, I, if if you were, yourself wasn't a, a fan of the show, you know, someone who was. Um, and one of the things I've found in talking to, you know, other Golden Girl fans is that a lot of the time they associate the show with like a very specific like memory or relationship you know like for me i was there every every saturday night with my grandmother and we sat down and watched it together and you know she has since passed on but anytime i watch that show i feel like she's sitting right next to me you know and it's uh uh and you know as a kid i i thought it was funny but as I've gotten older and now I get the jokes a lot more, <laughs> <laughs> I really like it now. <laughs> you know? uh, they were just, they were just uh, the, the wit on that show, the writing on it, everything was just great. But like I said, I've talked to people and it's just like, yeah, well, you know, we, it was on after school and I remember coming home and watching that or, you know, or, you know, or I, you know, it was something our family always watched and things like that. You've hit on three of the major kind of points of why the Golden Girls are so popular and remain so popular. The first, um, last year, we offered something where people could write on a note card just any of their feelings about the show and literally hundreds of cards that said exactly what you, the, the sentiment that you just shared. I love this show because I used to, I always get emotional. I loved this show because I watched it with my grandma. I loved this show because I watched it with my daughter. Mm -hmm. I love the show because now when I watch it with my daughter, it's like she's with her grandma that she never got to meet. It's just really like emotionally connecting in that way. And then the other is how layered the show is, you know, how it has some slapstick comedy. It has some physical comedy. It has some raunchy humor. It's got some highbrow humor. It sort of hits on all cylinders. And so no, no matter where you at in your on your maturity level of the comic spectrum, right you're eight or 48 or 58 mm -hmm. you have something that is uh very entertaining it's yeah in that way it's a show that it has kept giving uh over time as you know like like you i was saying you know i liked it when i was a kid but i as, as i got older and i start you know understanding the jokes and <laughs> and, the, and even the storylines more you know uh I, you know i've got to enjoy them again you know for like the first time um, but even yeah, with I all totally of agree with that. I, I enjoy it much more now as an adult. And I and like Tommy, but I watched it with my my mother and my two sisters, but um I I enjoy it much more now as an adult. And uh and it also they were also able to have, you know, some serious topics that they tackled in there. Um especially at that time. Uh um 
you know, Blanche's brother being gay was a, you know, that was a thing, you know, and then, you know, Rose had her sister who uh, had lost her eyesight and, you know, and had to deal with that and learn how to live. I mean, there was a lot of like heavy stuff in there, you know, occasionally, you know, one of the girls would get sick or whatever. And, you know, so it was something that, yeah, it just, it, it really, uh, it really gives a lot. Um, but at this event, uh, so you have uh, some of the guest stars. Um, I know some uh, some of the Empty Nest uh, cast is is there. Uh, another show that I just as soon as that show started, I just went right into that one too. I love that. Um, David Leisure was like I don't know why, but as a kid, I just loved that <laughs> guy. I just thought he was the best. You know, I mean, I, you know, he's the guy who would come in and like just walk in and make a sandwich out of your refrigerator and, you know, <laughs> but, um, so I know you're going to have people like that. What else is there, uh, besides the actual, uh, uh, guests that you'll be able to meet and writers and, and so on. One of the most exciting things, especially for people who live here in Chicago is the mother of a solid gold dancer disco, uh, a mother of a solid gold dancer is a joke from the show. Yeah. Um, uh, that happens Saturday night, April 1st, um, like all Golden Con events in the Sheraton Grand Chicago Riverwalk Ballroom. Wow. Uh, and it is a really fun, uh, free, let's just have a good time and shake it for a little while to some mm -hmm. great tunes uh, dance party. But also you'll find that a lot of people are dressed up in Golden Girls costumes or some even deeper like cosplay like mm. they'll replicate the costumes that Dorothy and Sophia wore when they were in the Shady Pines Mother Daughter Beauty Contest and they dressed mm. up like Sunny and Cher. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Henny Penny costumes, uh, uh, -huh. uh nuns giving lingerie, <laughs> out collecting the, lingerie uh, for needy probably sex the, people. The, the cat outfits, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Terrific. Oh my god, we loved him. Um Penny. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, so it's a really fun event. And even if you can't come to all three days at Golden Con or two days, you know, if you just want to come out and have a good time Saturday night with an awesome DJ, uh, he is from London. He's a personal friend of mine. Uh, his name is Paul Joseph. He hosts uh, for years. He's the DJ, the producer of this event called Athena 80s. So it's going to be a very danceable, retro, disco 80s, 90s, like fun uh, soundtrack for that night. And everybody can come shake it, have a drink, cool off, have a good time. No, you hit upon Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, what? No, go ahead. Oh. I was just going to say some of the other things that happened throughout the weekend. Another big um, thing that people we found love to participate in is trivia. So we have a trivia master who is there doing trivia like five rounds a day, um, you know, and then each person who wins one of the rounds gets to go to the final round. And there's a big, you know, trophy winning at the end because it seems like along with the love of the Golden Girls, there's this love of the trivia around the Golden Girls with that for sure. And then there's a vendor's mart so people can buy um, very unique artistic Golden Girls swag, as well as some general things like keychains and buttons and magnets. But we have some really amazing artists who come and do just tremendous artistic renderings um, and, and they'll be at the vendor's mart. And then we also have a stage at the vendor's mart for a smaller kind of uh, and I wouldn't say one-on-one, -on -one, but small group interactions with some of the authors and can eat, meet each one of the guests a little bit more individually. Yeah, no, I was, 
I, I, I was just going to ask you guys, uh, you mentioned a little bit about the uh, costumes Saturday night. Is cosplay a big part or uh, is, is cosplay a large part of the whole convention, even the other days? Yes. Short answer is yes. You'll see a, a lot of cosplay. We absolutely encourage and love it. And, you know, as we were planning the first one, I really wanted to encourage it. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, gosh, I hope people show up in costumes. And then when we got there, people showed up uh, in costumes, many different costumes. Um, I was like, okay, I don't, you don't need to encourage this. People are ready. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they've got the message. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll do it. That's uh no that I yeah that's I kind of assumed that there would be cosplay but it's interesting that you say that they came uh, they come in like very specific costumes from specific episodes and stuff that's that's cool I like that I like that deep dive uh, type of thing so that's and that's the awesome. official costume contest the official costume contest is Saturday night at the dance very cool yeah very cool. Speaking of trivia, Tommy, I think you had, I think you brought something to the table. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that because I did. Uh, I, I I wanted to see, you know, like how well these guys know their their Golden Girls, and uh, it sounds like they're pretty confident. So, here's how we're gonna do it. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the question. The first one to say your name, say your own name, gets to go. If you get it right, you get the point. If you get it wrong, the other person gets to take a swing at it. You want okay. me to keep score? If you, if you can count that high, buddy. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to do like five questions here. All Which right. U.S. president did Blanche claim that days after meeting her, publicly admitted he had secretly lusted in his heart? Zach. Okay. That is from my home state of Georgia, uh, President Jimmy Carter, uh, my second favorite president. We love you, President Carter. Yes, it's uh, uh, somewhat topical, unfortunately, as he's going into hospice, but you are correct. So that's that one point. Which right. high school history teacher in St. Olaf did Rose claim was actually Hitler? Brad. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ron Sticklemeyer. Wrong. Oh. Uh, oh. You got you got this. It's Sticklemeyer. It's his last name. I might have had the last name wrong, but the first name is definitely. You can call him whatever you want, but he was a history teacher. As much as I know that that's Ava Braun standing right behind him. Right. Yes. Wait, you know Ava Braun, but you know. <laughs> oh no! Wait, Mr. Sticklemeyer was the gym teacher. It was Ava Braun was the history teacher. Is that right? No other way around. No. Okay. So I huh. will give I will I will give you this because you're just okay. barely you're just barely off. So the question uh, to, I'll repeat it was which okay. high school history teacher in St. Olaf did Rose claim was actually Hitler? The answer you are right. It is Sticklemeyer. It's Fritz, not Fritz. Uh, oh, you got it. Yeah, he gets that. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, if, if Zach had called, if he had, had Franz, if he had the answer, I'd have given him that. But all right, so we're one and one. No one wanted to hear about your Fritz and history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. How about uh, who is George Devereaux's brother? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Devereaux, played by uh, Rest in Peace, the same actor who played George in a dream sequence, George Grizzard. Very good. 
Nicely done. Zach Good. back in the league. Two to I one. only know that because I tried to look him up to book him. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What was the address of the girl's house? Zach. Yeah, I know that I know the street name. I don't know the the number. So there's two addresses, but the one mo used most it's 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 6151, but one time Estelle Getty reversed it and said 5161. So mm -hmm. it's um it's 5161 or 6151 Richmond Street. Yes, yes, yeah. They, that they takes the commanding lead. Yeah, 6151. So what's um, this what's this score there? Three to one, Zach. In St. Olaf. What was the town's biggest honor after Large Curd Cottage Cheese Queen, of course? Brad. Okay. Small Curd Cottage Cheese Queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed. I am impressed. Is that it? What, what, what do we got here? Zach wins three to two. Three to two. Three to two. Zach wins. All right. All right. Well, you know it's mostly because I'm from Georgia and I'm impressed though. I'm well, impressed. you know what I enjoyed the most? As soon as Tommy was reading the questions, I saw both of you guys. Like, I could see it. You, like, if you didn't know it, you were right on it. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. You guys are good. Yeah, we didn't start this process of planning these fan conventions because we don't love the show. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Truth. No, it's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because I, for whatever reason, I, I don't have too many friends who have, who have, I mean, they've all seen the show, but who were as like deeply invested in it as I was. So, um, so, you know, I've got a few of the golden girls trivia games and stuff, and I only have like one or two people that I know I can sit down and, and play that with. So this is, I mean, uh, I'm impressed with your answer. We have Very a, good. we have a lot of people that come to the convention who said things very similar to what you say that they really love it. And maybe their friends don't love it as much. Um, and they come and they meet each other and it's just the best feeling for the whole weekend. Cause it's like, you're around your people. Yeah, we just get it you get all the costumes and the inside jokes and you just kind of spend the whole weekend like rose walking around with this big smile on your face just <laughs> happy to see everyone no it's it's that's the great thing about you know uh any convention really is, is you're 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 among you know other people who you know are a part of a community that you know they get you you get them you know and it's uh and it's just fun to to see you know how you're not the only one who, you know, gets that joke, you know, and, and remembers that episode or that line from that episode. Um, real quick, um, do either of you have a favorite Sophia story, a picture at story? Um, I have a favorite um, because <laughs> I was interviewing somebody for to do some work at Golden Con, <laughs> mm -hmm. and I hope they never hear this. Um, they've written a book about references in the Golden Girls. Yeah, <laughs> and, and um, uh, every reference I threw at them, they didn't know. <laughs> Yeah. So my favorite is the one that ends with the Yalta conference um, because like I was like, tell me what the Yalta conference is. And, and to be fair, I had just looked it up yeah. you know, prior. But um, so that's my favorite because it's the most memorable to me. I think my favorite story is um, I, I, I don't know what it 
I think it's the Pablo Picasso one and that mm -hmm. painter was yeah. Pablo Picasso. And it's right. mostly because of her delivery. Sophia, like Estelle Getty had just the best delivery. So, but then there's also a story where Dorothy says right after it, I have a feeling you're lying. And Rose says, be positive. And Dorothy goes, I'm positive you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> and so that is, um, so yeah. I've got, I've got two favorites and one of them is the Pablo Picasso one, because yeah, it's, he's like, picture it, a young olive skinned girl, you know, falls in love with a painter and all this stuff. And, you know, then they get torn apart and everything. That young girl was me and the painter was Pablo Picasso. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, almost oh, as if she's going to say it real quick and no one's going to notice. Right. Uh, and then my other, my other favorite is, you know, two young girls in Sicily, you know, they start a business and, you know, they, they make a sauce and then they meet a guy and it tears them apart. They both moved to the States. That one girl was me. And the other one you probably know as Mama Celeste. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love, I just, I don't know. I live, I love that stuff. I live for that. It's awesome. We had, um, we had wanted to, one of the things that we, cause we got to try a lot of things. One of the things that we really wanted to try last year was we wanted people to bring their own picture at stories. We wanted to mm -hmm. do like kind of an open mic sort that's of tell cool. your own Sicily story. We didn't get enough people to, but I would love to, that's one that like sort of a dream is to get people to get up and tell their own versions of those types of stories. But I mean, I guess you would have to have a team of Hollywood writers behind you to really make it work because I know that they did on the girls. So Yeah, but you'd be surprised, you know, I mean, if you can find a, you know, a real life story from your past and, you know, it's it, like you said, a lot of it's in the delivery and, you know, I mean, or who knows, you know, yeah. but yeah, I think it's a great idea. And that's the kind of, that's the kind of stuff that would be cool to go and, and be a That'd part be of. That'd be cool interaction. Yeah. Right. That exactly. or, oh, can I ask you a question now then? Please. What's your favorite St. Olaf story then? Um, <laughs> or ones that stand out to you? Um, okay. I, uh, uh, there was something about um, something about the headless boy or something like that. I'm trying to Zach, remember. you want to take it? Christmas without fruitcake <laughs> is like St. Sigmund's Day without the headless boy. Right. Yeah, that was one of my favorite. Yeah, St. Sigmund's Day without the headless boy was just, I mean, it's only a line, but I mean, you know, that's, that, it was just stuff like that because she just, it was just so matter of fact, like why, like common knowledge, everybody must know this, you know, it's so, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, a big i love it i love it well it sounds like it's going to be a great event it goes for three days and uh it's uh what what are the dates we got coming up here for yeah, it so it'll be march 31st through april 2nd at the sheraton grand uh, chicago riverwalk in downtown chicago you can find tickets at www.thankyouforbeingafan.com. You can also follow us on all of our social medias, Facebook group, Thank You For Being a Fan, the event, Thank You For Being a Fan. Um, you can find us um, on uh, Twitter and Instagram and something that's like that. Um, you can access all of those through that website too, that www.thankyouforbeingafan.com. There are tickets available. You can do your VIP three-day passes. You can just do a regular three-day pass, two-day pass, one for each individual day or a ticket to just the disco dance on Saturday night. Um, there's going to be a ton of people to meet, not just fellow Golden Girls fans, but all the people involved with the show.
I just have one more question for you guys too. As convention organizers, how did you guys feel? What did it mean to you when, you know, when you put it all together, you don't realize the grandeur of it and how exciting it's going to be. Then what did it mean to you guys when you walked in there and and all of a sudden you see the the crowds of people and, and the spectacle that you guys made happen? I remember um, distinctly and possibly my most vivid memory from the first one um, was uh, hearing Cindy Fee, who's the original Thank You for Being a Friend theme song singer, part-time Chicagoland resident. Um, and one of the inspirations for trying to make all this happen, like I you know, uh, wanted to track her down. Um, I remember hearing her sing um, both thank you for being a friend and some other tunes, some a couple of originals and some others from the show. Um, and also she sang with um, finally Aaron, um, whom you definitely know if you have an internet connection anywhere. He's the guy who did the gospel duet of thank you for being a friend. Um, oh, yeah. I, um, and it was exhilarating to hear them sing together. Um, it was beautiful. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm always, you know, enthralled by people who can sing anyway, but Cindy Fee's speaking voice is rich like a Disney character and her singing voice uh, is warm enough that it'll still give you chills. You know what I'm saying? And then you get that electric, like, you know, high energy gospel, you know, soul from Aaron and, and it still gives me chills to think about. So that was probably my favorite moment, um, but I don't know. I can't speak for Brad. One of my favorite moments that stuck out to me a lot was um, we had sort of created this um, weekend wrap up where we had done some short video things about like about the girls and and the stars and 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 the show and what it meant to us. And what struck me is that we thought it was going to have all this gravitas and be so moving. And it was the stories that everyone else brought to the convention that were way more impressive. And it was just oh, and then yeah. watching people leave after leave after the um that and uh, there was one other memory that I had I had received a call here at my day job um in like January of last year the convention wasn't until late April I received a call in January from a woman named Regina from Nebraska she um had never flown on a plane she was coming to the Golden Girls convention with her granddaughter because they watched it every day growing up and there was no way she was going to miss it but she needed kind of needed help in getting here and hand holding and what about this and navigating the website and getting the tickets bought and all of that. And we talked maybe once a week, once every other week for the four months leading up to the convention and finally getting to meet her there with her granddaughter was a really cool moment. That's That's very cool. cool. That's very cool. Nice. Well, you're doing good work. I appreciate it that you're out there doing this and, and keeping the, keeping the, 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 the whole culture alive and, uh, you know, I, uh, I I hope you guys have a really great weekend with it. You know, so we look forward to being there. And this has been a lot of you, the energy that you guys have. You know, it, there's no secret. Tommy's a much bigger fan than I am. I love the show. I'm not on Tommy's level, but I am so stoked after after the enthusiasm that you guys just showed in this. I am so stoked to uh, to come and check it out. Yeah, and John, we encourage everyone else to check it out. We hope everybody comes and blows John, that place. Open. John can tell you that my my kitchen is primarily Golden Girls uh, stuff everywhere. Um, and oddly enough, it's uh, uh, they've mostly been gifts from people. It's like everybody knows how much I love it. So 
I mean, if they see anything Golden Girls, you know, I, you know, I've, I've had the Chia Pets, I've had the, like, all, I mean, like, people just getting stuff, and I'm Yeah, show up this. at that uh, convention, like, uh, if you want some Golden Girls merch, I got it covered. Yeah, yeah, totally. Awesome. Well, Tell guys, me, I wear an extra large t-shirt, if, you know, I'm just saying. Okay, all right. Well, guys, again, thank you so much. You guys are both a delight, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And uh, and uh, we will get the word out there, and uh, we will uh, make sure that there are people over there to see you guys. So, will you be and around? Thank you for being will a friend. You, will you be around there if we run into? Oh, of course. There? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Please Good. be in touch. Let us know when you're there. Yeah. Let us know when you're there. We'll do these pictures. It'll be it'll be a great time. Yeah, it was so nice to meet both of you. Yeah, we'll show you a good time. We person. appreciate y'all. Oh, well, oh we, we can't wait. It. It's gonna be exciting. Thank you. thank you. All right, guys. You enjoy your rest of your day, and thank you again for being here. And thank you for being a friend. You got it. Thank you. Oh, thank Thanks, you. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye, y'all. Bye. All right, everybody, that was Zach Hudson and Brad Bailoff. Um, those are my kind of guys right there. You know, I think they needed to be a little more excited. <laughs> Wasn't it cool? No, I mean, just to see the energy in those guys. Well, you know, it's it's just, it's fun when you've got that, when you can share that enthusiasm. Like, you know, it's like you feed off of each other. Like, yeah, I'm all, I'm, I'm like ready to go get in the car and, Head to Golden Con right now. Like you feed off of me. No, no, you feed off of me like a remora or, or something. But uh, no, but it's like it's guys like that, organizers like that. You know, I mean, you know, I've been going to conventions for twenty years, yeah. and it's rare to have a chance to actually speak with the convention organizers. And usually, if you do see them, a lot of times they're, you know, it's all business for them and, and they're, they're interested in the profit. And I understand all that, but running the convention. But these guys, it's, it's such a passion for them and they have so much fun with it. Absolutely. It, you, know, you can't help but get sucked up into it. No, and that's, and, and, you know, that's why that will be, that event will be successful because they really do honestly care about it. You can tell. And uh, I'm glad they're out there doing it. Like I said, keeping the keeping the whole thing alive. You know, um, it just. And I'm excited about meeting Christy McNichol again. I mean, I met her a few years back. She is one of the nicest, funniest, coolest people I've ever met at a convention. Um, it's David Leisure for me, man. I gotta, I gotta meet David Leisure. I just, for whatever reason, I loved his character on Empty Nest. Guy was in airplane. Uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> no, I, I love them too. I mean, like, I, I, I don't know why, but as a kid, I was even as a kid, I was like, I want to be that guy. You know, I was <laughs> like, he's out partying. He's, you know, just stops by the neighbor's house and you know makes himself a drink and you know hangs out on their patio, uses their pool. You know, <laughs> it's like, I don't know. To me, that I was like, this guy's got it down. You know, he was just like a modern day Larry Dallas, you know, it was just, uh, so yeah, I, for me, uh, if I get to meet David Leisure, that'd be pretty awesome. But see, that's just part of it too. There's, there's something there for everybody. So, yeah. And I'm excited about the cosplay too, because that sounds, uh, are you going in? Are you cosplaying? I'll, I'll, if I if I was going to, I would definitely it would be it would be Stan one hundred percent. I get I just get the the bald cap thing, you know, and uh, you know, and then I 
I get like a name badge that says, hi, it's me, Stan. Because he always said that every time they'd open the door and he was yeah. there, even if, I mean, even though they all know him very well, <laughs> he introduces himself every time. Hi, it's me, Stan. <laughs> now, would I be able to come as... as uh, 95% of the time, the door slammed shut. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which was great. It was rare that he ever got in on the first try. <laughs> would I be able to come as the, uh, as the uh, Richard Mulligan character or would that be... Uh, that wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, big uh, fan. Doctor Harry Weston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could yeah, stethoscope. You could pull. Jacket. You could pull that off. I got the hair. Uh, and you know, with the hair, you got two options. You could do. You could be uh, Rose, or you could be Sophia. <laughs> you know, gives you a couple more to work with there. So you'd have to kind of fluff it out a little more for uh, Rose, but. Uh, Sophia, you know, just kind of trim it more into a, a, a circle. And uh, Barry Bostwick once said we had the same hair. Who you? Who you and us? Me and Barry Bostwick. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. So anyway, uh, looking forward to it. Uh, we're we're planning on being there. And again, uh, March thirty first through April second at the Sheridan Chicago Riverwalk. Yeah, beautiful. And, uh, hotel. Yeah, it is. And I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be something. <laughs> so, uh, and again, thank you to our guests uh, today. Just uh, two uh, wonderful guys. I can, I just, I'm already a fan and, uh, and I hope to see them when I'm there. So. And we'll, we'll, we'll provide updates on future episodes of the John G or else podcast leading up to the convention. Absolutely. As more guests are going to be announced, more, more updates will be announced, and we will be bringing you those updates. And John, if they wanted to to get access to some of those updates, and we're looking to you for these answers, where on social media could they find you? They could find me all one place. Just look up John G's Beat on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on my website on YouTube or on the John GRL's podcast. And check check out my writing on the patch and globaltravelerusa.com where I'll also provide updates and news of Golden Con. But where, Tommy, if somebody had nothing better to do in life and they've thoroughly exhausted searching for John G's beat and decided to give your stuff a check, where would they find you? week it was a week so a week a week uh, yeah just lame don't judge lame cheap shots uh i'll tell you what if people wanted to hit me up and and you know do some golden girls trivia with me they can find me on the twit at tommy underscore else they can find me on the gram at tommy underscore else they can find the john g or else facebook page on the book you can find our YouTube channel, the John G. Orrells podcast on the tube. Uh, you can find our merchandise, hoodies and t-shirts available at prowrestlingtees.com in the John G's Beat store. As always, just scroll to the bottom past all of the John G's Beat shirts. Keep shot. And you will find the good stuff. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. 
Well, I, I want this out there though, for all those people who are listening, if anybody wants to challenge Tommy to a Golden Girls trivia, I will gladly play the Alex Trebek and host it. Tommy will take on all comers. I guess so. <laughs> Tommy will take yeah. on all comers. Anyone wants to challenge him? Look, I, on. I, I, I am not nearly as good as the gentleman that we just. Uh, well, who said. is? Those guys are top. So I mean, they. I, I can tell you right now, they would bury me. Um, well, but not, but no. I would be more than happy to take a swing at uh, at trivia with anybody, anyway. Because even if you get it wrong, it's still fun. Just to you know do the questions and and remember the the scenes from the shows and stuff so i will absolutely take on uh anyone who wants to. so bring it on let's go i want this there might even be a prize in it if you beat tommy yeah john i'll give you one of his shirts there might that's a little asterisk yeah it's called a all right buddy well as well always, tommy we've been sent down the road and back again your heart is pure. You're a friend and a confidant. Thank you. Do you know who sang the original, who wrote the original? Aaron song? Gold. What? Aaron Gold? Nope. Not Aaron Gold? Nope. Who did it? Andrew Gold. Andrew Gold. Oh, come on. I was close. Yeah, I get the first name right, man. I was close. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, and it's, a uh, if, if you have never heard it, uh, uh check it out because it's actually it's a really great song and it is it's uh i i always feel bad for the guy that like nobody knows that that's his song you know because everybody pray most people know it you know from the golden girls but it both was, great I mean, versions though it was a it was oh yeah i mean the, the 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 tv show one i mean is iconic but um you think they ever did a duet of that you know, it was actually, that's a question I was thinking of asking if I got the chance to uh, talk to her, if she ever actually like ever met him or, you know, sang with him or anything like that. So, all right. Um, well, all right, John, I've been trying to take it home here, but this guy just, he's... Hey, I am just trying to extend it because I'm, I'm actually pumped, man. I know it's fun. I'm excited too, man. There it is. All right. For the John G. Orles podcast, I, of course, have been who else but Tommy Ellis. And with me, as always, the man on the beat from johngsbeat.com, Mr. John Robleski. Thank you for being our friends. <laughs>